voice hit the airwaves in Palm Beach County. I've been calling with Danny ESPN Radio 760, the Palm Beach Sports Leader. A voice that was passionate about sports. Good afternoon and welcome. Dedicated to the community and committed to bringing fans the best coverage possible. That voice was ESPN West Palm. And for two decades, it has continued to define the sports scene in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. From the big three, not two, not three, not to four. To Friday Night Lights. To the 10, five, touchdown, John Carroll. Touchdown, Martin County. ESPN West Palm has been there every step of the way. Because every day above ground is a good day. We've covered Super Bowls, NBA Finals, and everything in between. Live from PGA National, we have a Honda Classic champion. We've talked to legends and introduced fans to up-and-coming stars. It is Bobby Bowden. Coach Evan Cohen, how are things? Evan, good to talk to you again, buddy. All with you, the fans in mind. Let's do this! Woo! That was some hot take radio. I know my basketball, brother. Sit back, relax, and join us as we take a look back at the last 20 years of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This is ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Good morning, and let's go. Nolan Murphy, Jordan Sherwood with you until 6 a.m. Five hours in, 15 hours to go, celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm and 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Jordan Sherwood, man, great to see <laughs> you. a while. Good to see you, Nolan. Kind of hard to follow up to the Portes crew. I know. Julian crushed it. Driving the ship. Watch out, world. Julian Zaldivar, ESPN 760 and ESPN 1063 soon. We're in morning drive here, man. If you're <laughs> if you're on I-95 right now, 888-760-3776. It's been a while. I apologize for, it, for that. <laughs> no, this is going to be an awesome hour. We are going to look back at all of our weekend specialty shows over the last 20 years here at ESPN West Palm. I mean, considering the fact that we spent several of those hours and several of those days with you, yeah. hosting a variety of those shows. That is where Jordan spent, and I spent most of our time, uh, fortunately, for the fans out there. But Honda Classic Live we're going to dive into, Inside the Cage, your baby. Your baby, and it's appropriate. Big fight coming up later today. John Jones returns, so we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. And last but not least, the fishing show. How can we forget Pete Schultz will join us near to the end of the show, but... Uh, Jordan, you know, it's been five amazing hours so far. After us, we're going to hear from uh, Joe Colella and Alex Patakis. Uh, but you're the veteran on the show here this evening and this morning. Walk us through how we got here. 20 years of West Palm on the air, ruling sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Yeah, and I think a lot of the, the shows that we, 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 you were mentioning that, that happened, that occurred throughout the 20 years here on ESPN West Palm, we're a reflection of what happened here in South Florida and what we realized really early on all these years, what we had to talk about, what the fans wanted to listen to, what the fans wanted to, to chime in on and have their content you know, every single day was the variety of sports that exist here in South Florida. And that is why you know, the weekends, the Saturdays, the Sundays were the home for a, a show dedicated to the golf enthusiasts, a show dedicated to, to, to mixed martial arts, uh, shows dedicated to high school athletics because we got so many great athletes that uh, you know came out of uh, of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Um, and you know the other thing too is that we, we we've seen 
all of these all of these people on the content side of things at ESPN West Palm evolve. You know, Ken Levicka now, you know, hosting Monday through Friday, 12 to 2, uh, and and Jeanette and, and you know McLovin and all you know all these all these names that you've heard throughout the years. And quite frankly, they all started on the weekends. I mean, it was just Evan and Stephen Craig, the weekdays, everybody else really got their feet wet hosting Saturdays, hosting Sundays like you and I did. Yeah, the best skill for those people and us was the availability. We were more than happy to go on at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning or 10 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I think that is the beauty of the growth of ESPN West Palm. 20 years later, uh, we're still creating new shows, and and somehow they dragged us back in. Morning drive right here. (laughs) 5 a.m., I love it. Uh, And and we mentioned Pete Schultz. He'll join us from Fishing Headquarters. We'll hear from Ken Kennerly, the executive uh, director emeritus of the Honda Classic which just wrapped up uh, this past weekend, and Dean Thomas, our teammate. Oh, he's allegedly supposed to be here. I, I mean, I, I've heard, I'm still waiting to see that door open, that Dean will be here, that he'll be joining the show, because uh, I experienced that. Like, Dean was was kind of like a co-host on Inside the Cage all those years on Saturday mornings, and I would text with him, are you coming, are you not? I wasn't really sure if he was going to show up or not. It was, it was a joy, obviously, him adding to the show every single Saturday. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not confident yet that he's going to be here. Dean Thomas not only is a UFC pioneer, he is on ESPN Plus every weekend. Like, he is a superstar. Right. So why is he going to come now to, to, to talk to us for a couple of minutes? So, Jordan, for the fans out there that may not know, we're not you know avid Inside the Cage fans, how did you ever bring Dean in to do the show? Did you find Dean or was that Josh Cohen? Really? Well, well I mean, I think it was, a, it was a definitely a combination of, uh, of certainly Josh and, and Josh's friendship with Dean is well documented and they're doing great things on their podcast. And, and obviously Dean's contributions to Josh Cohen and the home team, but it was a combination of that, but also a combination of like, look, I, I'm starting this mixed martial arts show. I'm, I'm having a show Saturday dedicated to the UFC, dedicated to uh, the, the, you know, all the great fighters that come out of mixed martial arts and, and, and come out of South Florida. And Dean, at that time, when I was starting the show back in what, 2010, 2011, uh, he was running American top teams up in the Treasure Coast. Like, he was running gyms. This was well before that he became a renowned coach, well before he became a renowned personality on ESPN. So I just needed to ta- – I needed some help. I needed to, like, tap into the resources that were available to me in South Florida. Dean was one of them. And Dean, you know, being just such a great person that he is, you know, he, who is this kid that I'm going to be, you know, joining and hosting a show with? Whatever. I get, I get to talk about mixed martial arts for an hour on ESPN. I'm sold. I'm in. And, you know, he was obviously very helpful and, and helped me, you know, introduce to a lot of the relationships that I have today with the UFC. And, yeah, you were way ahead of it on the UFC. I remember you explaining UFC to me back in the day, 2016, 2017, uh, when I got on the stage here. Uh, you were way ahead of it, way ahead of it from a gambling perspective as well, uh, outside of your day-to-day role at Good Karma Brands, uh, which exists now in Chicago of all places. ESPN Chicago, uh, the brand new home of the Chicago Bears Radio Network. What made you fall in love with the UFC? Well, I, I needed. Well, for, I mean, if we're going to dive into my broadcasting career, I don't want to spend too much. That's time That's why everybody's it. listening. They want to hear about your exactly story broadcasting I need, I, career. Well, when I started in, with our with our sister station, ESPN Cleveland, I needed I needed to find a way a niche to to to, to get on the air. Uh, there were, you know, storied personalities that existed uh, that were there before me, and there was no way as, as talented or talentless that I am uh, was going to get on the air in, instead of them. So I came up with a plan. Like, look, I noticed here, 20, you know, 2007, 2008, there's a sport. It's on the come up. It's got Brock Lesnar. It's got Ronda Rousey. People are paying attention to it. I'm just going to do a sport dedicated to, the, to, to mixed martial arts or a show dedicated to mixed martial arts. 
uh, give me an hour on the weekends and away we go. And inside the cage was born. It has had several different, you know, incarnations and several different hosts. J-Mart was, was a long, you know, tenured part of that show. Extremely helpful. Pratik, who you just heard, uh, his great you know, commercials that he voiced on the Fortes. Well, he was he, he was involved in that show. Um, McLovin was involved in the show. Ken Lavica, Jeanette, a lot of you know personalities that you hear now all the time on ESPN West Palm at one point uh, were were involved in, in Inside the Cage. And yeah, it was a Saturday show that I loved doing for one hour, talking about MMA on the weekends, uh, and you know, coincided kind of with like you and your love of golf and, you know, kind of how you got on the air and talking about the you know, Honda Classic Live and every incarnation of that show. Yeah. And I got lucky, you know, Palm Beach County is the golf capital of the world. Um, I don't care who would be willing to debate that. Is anybody going to debate you on that? I mean, from the, the amount of courses here, public, private, from the amount of PGA tour players that live here, the weather year round, uh, the Honda Classic that just wrapped up the Boca championship for a number of years. I mean, this is a hotbed uh, for golf, and, and Ken Kennerly will join us in, in just a few minutes uh, here. Nolan Murphy and Jordan Sherwood with you until 6 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3 and streaming worldwide on the free ESPN app. I mean, golf is Palm Beach County. That's what makes this unique, intelligent sports market so great. And, and, that's, that's, what and the, well, that's what we're talking about. I mean, that's, that's what we tried to do with, at ESPN West Palm with all these years, you know, understanding that golf – you know, has so many different people that are here, and it's so important to to the fans. Uh, and, and people want to talk about it. And it had nothing to do just with like you know Tiger Woods, you know, and his popularity. Like it made sense for South Florida, and that's why we found an opportunity on the weekend for several hours to dedicate it, just like we did with mixed martial arts. Uh, you know, with American Top Team having its home here, and all the professional fighters having a base here. But it was not just that. We talked about it, high school. You know, high school sports, you know, the fact that we decided on Thursday nights, on Friday nights, on Saturdays, you know, we had Saturday re rewinds, you know, shows recapping what we did the day before in, in high school sports that you and I were both a part of. Uh, it's it's why we, we chose to provide those programs uh, to the fans for, for all these years. The weekends almost acted as not a minor leagues, but a building block for the Ken Levickas, for the Josh Cohen. When Josh Cohen and the home team came over to ESPN West Palm, it started. On the weekends, <laughs> on weekends uh, which I love to remind him about. Like to invite that, yeah. Um, but this this was the battleground. It was the area where you got better, you got your reps, and we were able to highlight great things like the fishing industry here, golf and MMA. Um, and before Ken Kennerly joins us from the Honda Classic, I know the fans out there are clamoring to hear all the shows you appeared on over the years. I just love I love to hear the laundry list uh, before we go to break. <laughs> Well, inside the cage, that was kind of you know my baby, and that was the one that was on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. But Saturday sports page with with Mike Goldstein, you just heard him uh, a couple of shows ago. A couple of names that are going to be coming up later on: Joe Coel, Alex Patakis, hosted shows with them. Saturday sports page, Sunday sports page uh, with, with Ken Levick and several of those names. I also hosted High School Hysteria on Friday nights. I hosted Football Night in South Florida on Thursday nights. I was also part of JMP show. So me and Jason Pugh rotated co-hosting with JMP on weekdays, you know, after Evan. So I did that. And then probably my claim to fame is when I decided to give up inside the cage and try and dedicate the show to the world of professional wrestling with McLovin, Brian Rowitz called the main event. It lasted a, probably a couple weeks and, <laughs> and then and that show went off the air rather quickly. Better show in the history of ESPN uh, West Palm. The main event or football for breakfast? <laughs> wow. Dynamite name. That's both 
Yeah. Shout out to Chris Coquel. He will be joining us later. Uh, we were the geniuses that came up with the name Football for Breakfast. It just never stuck, and nobody was ever hungry. The, the only reason I'm going to argue in my my own defense of the main event is because once a month I was able to have that show live out at a great restaurant. It's no longer there in Boca called Tucker Dukes, who had fantastic. You, you burgers. put them out of you put them out of business. I probably put them out of business oh, because totally. I wasn't charging them a talent fee. I was just charging them to pay me in burgers, uh, and I mean they were quite scrumptious, uh, you know, burgers. So probably the main event because we did that show out live once a week, once a month. 20 hours for 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Five hours in, 15 hours to go. Jordan Sherwood, Nolan Murphy here in Morning Drive, taking you up until 6 a.m. And coming up, we're going to hear from the man that put the Honda Classic on the map. Coming up next, right here, ESPN 106.3. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Welcome back in to our continued coverage, live and local, 20 years of ESPN West Palm here. For you to continue to say that, 20 years. It's shocking. It's, it's shocking your mic wasn't on, but I do remember. I, was, I think we had a conversation whether I was going to control the mic or not. It's, it's my. I, it's been a while since I've been on the air. Don't throw our guy Christian under I'm the bus. I throw myself under under the okay, bus. Okay, good. Okay, good. He's got to deal with Josh Cohen exactly, every day. I mean, exactly. He, he, exactly. I, I feel for him. I hope our boy Josh Cohen is up and early uh, listening. No um, didn't know he started on the weekends. That is going to be thrown in his face. He did. That will guarantee be mentioned the next time I see him. Josh Cohen made his way on ESPN West Palm on these very weekends we are honoring here today. Jordan Sherwood, Nolan Murphy, with you until 6 a.m. If you're waking up in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, we are honoring and looking back at Honda Classic Live, Inside the Cage, as well as the esteemed fishing headquarters that aired for many years here on ESPN 106.3 and ESPN 760. But earlier, our own Ken Levicka sat down with the Emeritus uh, Executive Director of the Honda Classic, Ken Kennerly. This is really special because as we're turning 20 here at ESPN West Palm, a tournament that uh, has really helped define Palm Beach County at a sporting event that has become Palm Beach County in this area up into the Treasure Coast through and through is the Honda Classic. And the Honda Classic uh, just had its final year as Honda as the title sponsor. Truly the end of an era after 42 years. It will have a new name going into next year, but a name that uh, everybody recognizes who's a sport fan, especially in the world of golf uh, in this area. Someone who's a close friend of ours at ESPN 106.3 and has been so critical to us growing as his golf tournament grew is the longtime former executive director of the Honda Classic, Ken Kennerly, with us here on ESPN 106.3, our 20 for 20 celebration on uh, on this this uh, 20th birthday Friday. And Ken, first off, means a lot that you're taking the time to talk with us and go down memory lane a little bit. And I, I just want to start right at the base. Uh, Ken Kennerly, he's running the Honda Classic. He's trying to get this thing rolling. Part of the PGA Tour, but not exactly a signature event in this this new uh, radio station it gets going in West Palm, a sports talk radio station. How did the relationship between you at the tournament and ESPN West Palm, to your recollection, begin? Well, first of all, happy birthday to you guys, obviously. <laughs> you. I can't believe it's 20 years. I also can't believe we just finished our 17th 
Honda Classic at PGA National Man. on the 21st. 21st Honda Classic in Palm Beach County. Because, of course, it you know it started at Marisol for four years before we took over and brought it across the street to PGA National. So, you know, I, I got to tell you, we, you know, I, I engaged very quickly with uh, Steve Poesiner and with Craig and, and, and your entire team from the beginning. And, you know, as we were rolling out our new vision, the new Honda Classic, as we called it, it was so important to make sure that we had a, a, a great partner in the media uh, that, that, you know, sung, sung from the same hymn sheep, so to speak, that, that we were doing. And, you know, we, we took an event that was, look, it was a good event. Uh, Honda, 42 years. They, as you said, they've just given up the title sponsorship, but we can't thank them enough. So this year was a celebration of 42 years. But when we took over after the 06 event, uh, actually, the PJ Tour came to me in 05 and asked if, you know, we'd be interested in doing um, doing something a little different. So, of course, I raised my hand and and I very quickly put a whole strategy in place saying, you know, the golf tournament's a good golf tournament, but let's engage the community. Let's get as many people out there as we can, whether they're golf fans or non-golf mm-hmm. fans. And we needed a vehicle to deliver our message to our great community. And, you know, ESPN... Uh, once you know West Palm and Good Karma Brands was was really the vehicle that got us started, and you know the of course the Palm Beach Post and all the traditional newspaper journals were there, but there was no better partner for us than ESPN, and of course the brand of ESPN starts uh, uh, you know says says so many great things about you know what we're trying to do, uh, but while we were having these discussions, Ken, as you recall and other people recall, one of my uh, strategic uh, discussions with Steve was, let's create our own radio show. Let's yep. create, you know, a Honda Classic brand, uh, weekly brands. So this parlays well with our 52-week marketing platform. And while ESPN had a golf show, uh, I forget the name of it, to be honest with you. While it was ESPN tea time. Golf show, yeah. Tea time. There you go. Tea time. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good golf show. But what Steve liked about my concept and our concept together was now we're aligning the brand, the PGA Tour brand in our community with the golf show. So, you know, Tea Times very quickly became, you know, Honda Classic Live, which is, you know, what it, what it is today. And, you know, we were, we were on every week for two hours, 52 weeks a year, and we continue to be on for two one-hour shows now, as you all know, if you're a great host. And it's just been a marvelous relationship. And I don't know if we would would be where we are today in terms of recognition, in terms of accolades from the PGA Tour nationwide and globally, and certainly from a charitable standpoint, I don't think we'd be where we are today if it wasn't for the creativity of Steve and Craig and the rest of the team, along with our team, sitting down and brainstorming. And, you know, the way the way business is successful today is you have to have put great partners together, and that's what we did. And, again, I, I fall back on the ESPN brand. It's a global brand. PJ Tour is a global brand. We put together something unique that had never been done on the PJ Tour before and that a tournament had a 52-week platform. So that was really the beginning of our relationship, and, of course, it's only gotten better and better, you know, year after year. And it will continue you know, well into the future with a new partner as soon as we're able to announce a new title sponsor. 
Uh, Ken Kennerly, former longtime executive director, Honda Classic, joining us here 20 for 20 ESPN West Palm as we celebrate 20 years ago today, flipping the switch and getting things going on the old ESPN 760 AM. And I do uh, host Honda Classic Live Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern time, boardroom presented by the Honda Classic, the only sports business radio show uh, that has done terrestrial signal in the entire state of Florida. I have that with our good friend Ricardo, the sports professor, Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. I, I, I like to, and I was talking about this with someone, can't remember off the top of my head who it was a couple of weeks ago in the lead up to this year's Honda Classic, that with with what we took on with the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl and how we've approached that where hospitality is really uh, at the forefront. You obviously are, are spoiling the teams and making sure they're super comfortable and the game is, is the center of all of this, but the apex is really the hospitality what is it like for the community, for the fans? And uh, I equated it to what you turned the Honda Classic into, where, yes, it's one of the toughest courses on tour. Uh, these guys, if they can master it, that is one heck of a, a championship under their belt during the course of a PGA Tour season. But also all the hospitality builds, the way that no matter what the field is, this is a place to to be, to be seen, to be a part of. And I think that was on full display uh, just last weekend. What was the state of golf in Palm Beach County when you took over the Honda Classic and it was making the switch from Mirasol to PGA National? Well, you know, look, that was goodness, 17 years ago now, right? I mean, a lot yep. of time has gone by. The world has changed a lot in 17 years. I think what we've seen is... You know, I've been in this for 35 years, so I've seen a lot of change myself. And I, and, I, and I think as we go back and look at the tour, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it was uh, 20 plus years ago. Look, it's the PGA Tour. It's the best tour in golf. It has the best players on the world playing. The, the events weren't marketed like they are today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I took a page out of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not bashful. I mean, I took, a, I took a page out of the, you know, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL. I mean, when you went to a sporting event 15, 20 years ago, it was more than just the event itself. So golf was a little slow in adjusting and adapting to that. But we needed to do that because, frankly, a golf tournament... 15, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, if you don't promote yourself outside of the box, being the box of, of golf fans, you're not going to grow your spectator base. You've got to create more enthusiasm. You've got to create things for kids. You've got to create things for non-golfers uh, for them to come out. And again, it's, it's a page right out of the NBA when I go down and watch the Heat. It's a page right out of the NHL when I go to watch you know, the, 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 the NHL teams. And, and of course, the NFL actually was a late adopter to this probably because they didn't have to adopt earlier, sure. uh, but the other sports did. And, you know, we took that strategy from the beginning. I'll never forget when Jack Nicholas, who, you know, of course, Barbara's the chair of our board with Gary, Jack said to me, Ken, I don't know why you're doing a lot of these outside the ropes activities. I mean, people need to focus on the game. Now, when you're at the Memorial and you're at the Masters and you're at the Ryder Cup, you're, you know, of course it is the game. But when we're in our community down here and we have so many competitive activities for people to do, You've got to create something special, and you've got to create reasons for people to come. And it's, again, families. It's evening entertainment. You know, Tire Kingdom, our great partner for the concert series, the Tire Kingdom Family Day, uh, the Tire Kingdom Pro-Ams. I mean, these are things that we have, have done and done well for the past 17 years because 
again, it's created an environment for people that might not otherwise come to an event. And and I've got to say that, you know, while most events, even today, while most events on the PGA Tour, whether it's the Arnold Palmer or the Players' Championship or some of the others, they don't have the after-golf activities. You know, right. I think Valspar does a phenomenal job. 3M does a phenomenal job. Uh, Wells Fargo does a great job. You know, these are all events that also th- look at, uh, you know, the Phoenix Open, right? The Waste Management Open, WM Open. These are events that always think about the customer, the consumer. What can we do to entice them? So what we do is, you know, we have concerts and uh, great events Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. But that costs us a lot of money. We've got to keep buses running until 12 o'clock. We've got to keep security and officers on. We've got to create the lights on, keep the lights on. You know, these are activities that the normal consumer doesn't understand costs a lot of money, but we do it primarily to try to boost and to enhance the experience. So when you come out to the Honda Classic, not only are you buying a ticket to enjoy a, a wonderful day on the course, remember kids 15 and under are free, enjoy a wonderful day on the course, but you're also able to enjoy evening activities that take it to a whole nother level. So this is the this is where the event business has come. This is where it is today. And goodness gracious, I can only imagine where it's going to be 10 to 20 years from now. And I'm very much looking forward to continuing to grow not only the Honda Classic while it's under Andrew George's leadership. And Andrew's a great friend, and he's going to be such a tremendous leader, is a tremendous leader, going forward we've 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 grown together um but you know other events that i'm involved with we've got to think out of the box we've got to do things differently as you can tell from the tone in my voice enthusiasm is contagious and that's really what it's all about whether it's golf the boat show the nba you know look what paul jameson's doing with sunfest i mean you've got to create events that people want to go to Yep, no doubt about it, and especially from a sports standpoint, I think that's the norm now, but it definitely was not the norm when uh, when you started adopting that approach with the Honda Classic in an area where there's just so many transplants, there's got to be something for everybody. Yes, the marriage is golf, but how do you spice it up around that relationship and the Honda Classic, certainly ahead of its time, and especially on the PGA Tour. Longtime former executive director Ken Kennerly with us here, 20 for 20, 20 years of ESPN West Park. And I vividly can remember the day where uh, I get a, a call from Steve Politiner. Ken, uh, you got you to gotta get to PGA National. They're having a press conference. Ken Kennerly called. They got Tiger. And so I roll into PGA National, bring my recorder with me, and I vividly remember you announcing that for the first time, Tiger Woods had entered the field at the Honda Classic what what was that like? How did that transpire? Well, I mean, you were there. It was a little emotional, right? I mean, yeah. we, we 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 build a business model. We try to build the best business model we can. Mark Steinberg's a friend. We've been in, had been in touch for several years, and you know, Mark says, "Look, Ken, Tiger's watching. He's seeing what you're doing." Um, you know, I was disappointed we didn't get him the first year, but you know, as I look back on it, Kenny, as I look back on it. You know, we weren't ready, right? We weren't ready for Tiger year one, even year two or three. You know, we needed to build the foundation. We needed to make sure we had, you know, the proper security in place. I mean, there was the tournament plan, and then there was the Tiger plan. And, you know, I think Tiger was looking. I know he always wanted to support an event in his backyard. He said that publicly, and he played a few times, as you know. And I think he'd still be playing today, if he, obviously, if he, he wasn't hurt and all that right. other. But, um yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was, 
it was a you know one of the greatest moments in my career when you finally you know catch the uh, catch the big fish so to speak and um, it uh, it was just um, it was just awesome and you know then and then even prior to prior to Tiger you know Roy McElroy uh, we gave him an exemption early on as a young man and Darren Clark and Lee Westwood and a number of the Grand McDowell a number of the Europeans Martin Keimer. They all came over and supported the event, and, and, I, and I think as the event started to grow and people started to see that, one, we had a phenomenal championship golf course, two, we had a partnership with the Nicholas family, you know, three, we're in, you know, the best place on the planet in, in Palm Beach County in the city of Palm Beach Gardens, and we have, you know, uh, what was the longest-running sponsor in golf. So, you know, it all came together, and, um, you know, again, when you, when you, when you kind of you catch that big fish, you, you can't be more thrilled, and Tiger brought in, you know, not only – you know, additional spectators, probably another 50,000 spectators, uh-huh. uh, also brought in significant dollars for charity, and that's that's what he does. Uh, the Honda Classic has smashed records year after year from a philanthropic standpoint with uh, Honda Classic Cares. 200,000 uh, spectators uh, per tournament is certainly something that is, uh, is, is much more common than it was 10, 15 years ago. It's become uh, a base number to, to try and work towards. Uh, I came down in 2007. I don't know a world where the Honda Classic and ESPN West Palm have not been completely completely aligned and there is constant communication and work between the two the honda classic ken kennerly has tasked us at times with with running a whole uh outside of golf events during the course of the tournament and uh, ken you've always been extremely extremely gracious to us and we appreciate it. it's not just a partnership it's truly a family between espn west palm and the honda classic and even now with you as the former executive director the fact that you're still so so tight with us and andrew George the way he's become a member of the family. Uh, we just really value the partnership and value the relationship an awful lot. Well, as we do, and we always will, and as you know, I'm involved with the Timber Tech Championship, so we're going to engage even more so with that event and that partnership going forward. And, you know, before I end, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank personally, and I know I did briefly earlier, you know, the, the entire ESPN family there. Uh, but Steve Putzinger has become a great friend. He he and I uh, quite often get together and we just brainstorm. We just talk about, you know, the industry, where it's headed. He teaches me about the whole digital side and technology side of where you guys are going. Um, you know, hopefully I'm able to educate him a little bit on a few things. But, you know, it's it's just a great partnership. This is not this is not a, you know, a traditional vendor partnership where, you know, I pay you X amount of money, you give me, you know, X amount of spots and we move on. I mean, this is a this is a win-win, and that's that's where you guys are very, very successful, and you always will be under the Good Karma brand's name. So congrats to you guys. Thank you, Ken. Really appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, we, we always uh, catch up semi-regularly, so we'll do this again soon. But thank you on this uh, on this special occasion for us uh, telling us some stories and, uh, and your recollections. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ken. Well, and you're the best as well, pal. Thanks for everything you do for us. Thanks, it buddy. is absolutely my pleasure. Ken Kennerly with us here on our 20 for 20. We're back after this. A whole lot more to do. 20 straight hours until 8 p.m. This is ESPN 106.3. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast.
Welcome back in 20 years of ESPN West Palm, 20 years of sports defiance in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Nolan Murphy and Jordan Sherwood with you until 6 a.m. right here in Morning Drive. Good morning, South Florida. That Honda Classic that Tiger participated in, uh, that was pretty epic. The crowds were enormous. Like, do you remember? The Tiger effect is uh, amazing. It was Ken- real. Ken Kennerly there with Ken Lavica, the Emeritus Executive Director of the Honda Classic. There is a Honda Classic plan, and there is a Tiger plan. Uh, and the Arnold Palmer going on right now. Uh, and, you know, an amazing Honda Classic week uh, just wrapped up. Uh, but we are excited to be joined in studio. I'm shocked. By an international, global, <laughs> mogul, UFC pioneer, UFC television star, Dean Thomas. What's up, baby? I know that there was an over and under on whether I was going to show not up or think not. I was going to see you. And I knew y'all didn't think y'all was going to see me, but I made it a priority to come in today. Jordan Sherwood's in the house. I was like, oh my goodness, Nolan Murphy in the house. I'm Dean, saying, you don't care about me. You wanted no, no, to see no, no, Jordan. No, nah, man, y'all my people, man. It's been a long time. Since I've been messing with y'all, so I said I got to come in and see my people. It's good to see you. It's yeah. good to see you. I mean, I know we exchange texts, you know, quite frequently about the fights, but I did not think I was going to see you. Just like I was explaining earlier on when about Inside the Cage and its history, like I didn't know the kind of the shows you were going to come to or not. You would just... All right, you're here, and you want to you want to talk some MMA. Let's have Dean Thomas on the show. Well, that's the th- you know that's the thing. Like, I really don't bring much value other than that, right? <laughs> so, like, that I was just happy to get on when I could get on. So I got on, and here we are. Look, that was what like seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago. Yeah, seven, eight years ago. Oh, it's been twenty years in the making. Seven years. I, so I, I mean, can I take a little bit of credit for the stardom that Dean that Dean has? No, absolutely not. Right. No, yeah, no, you can. No, for real, you can because I got my feet wet messing around with you. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember the first time I came on the show with you as a guest. And Jordan was smooth, boy. Jordan, he was a charmer back then because he gave me gift cards. <laughs> he had me, you know, brought me water, had me came, because we were in the other building at yeah, the time. Yeah, he yeah. came down to get me. Nowadays, man, Jordan would just be like, yo, man, screw this dude, man. Whatever, whatever, it's whatever. And, and Dean, I think that's an awesome spot for the MMA fans out there that are listening, your fans across the world. Why ESPN West Palm? You could have gone anywhere. You could have gone done anything. You're on ESPN Plus this listen, weekend. Hey, listen, don't remind me. Because I would have, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I could go back and do it. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, you know what the thing is? Obviously, the name. And then when I got here, the people. It's still, even to this day, like I do everything out of principle. Everything I do is out of principle. It's the people. I like coming to work every day and seeing the people. I come in, me and Tina, home team, do some TikToks. We dance. We clown around. We go around the office. I make a bunch of noise, and it's and it's okay. Like that's what they. That's what it's 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 okay around here. Like I'm allowed to come in here and just make a bunch of noise, and everybody just gets gets behind that and supportive. Is there anyone else in the UFC community that has the TikTok market cornered like you do? Not like that. Not like I do. Not with the dancing and all that. Like every once in a while, somebody will pop up with something, you know, all right. But my thing is special. Tell us what you got going on this weekend. You're getting on an airplane at some point today. Yeah. So I am. I'm actually. I got another shift today. So I got to come back and do my second shift. They gave me all these shifts because I still, you know, Brian Rowitz don't give me no respect. You know what I'm saying? He still don't like me. So he gave me a bunch of shifts throughout the day. So. But after my second shift today, I'm getting on the plane. I'm going to Vegas for UFC 285, where I work. I call it the Dean's role so that no one takes my job. But it's really the coach's analysis corner. So 
In between rounds of other fights, they come to me and I give them some analysis. And what would you say your analysis for, for this weekend, for the main event? John Jones returns. He's going to heavyweight. He's trying to become a two-divisional champion against the interim champ, Cyril Gunn. See, I thought about this too yesterday, right? And I had a, I had a conversation with my man, Sirius. I mean, what's his name? Cyrus Whitting? That's his name, Cyrus? Cyrus? Yeah. yeah. I, be, I, Siri, I was thinking of Cyril Gunn. Cyrus Whitting, I had a conversation with Cyrus Whitting. I said, if Tom Brady took three years off and came back, what would you think? And he said, he wouldn't be very good. He said he, he said he would not trust Tom Brady to take a year off and come back and play in the Super Bowl. I'm going in that direction. I don't trust John Jones being gone for three years, coming back, moving up in weight, and fighting a new style of fighter and being successful. I don't trust it. Dean, if you had to pick one of the Paul brothers to just get in an octagon and coach, who would it be? Probably Logan. I think Logan's a better athlete than Jake. Jake is, you know, Jake is the younger brother. He got his own thing going, but I think Logan is the better athlete. Some of the things that Logan does, Logan's in the WWE right now, and some of the athleticism that he showcases in, in high-profile spots uh, is pretty amazing. I, mean, I both, heard that. I heard about that. Yeah, both. I mean, both Paul brothers, obviously, they had an amateur uh, wrestling career in high school and stuff. Both guys were athletes in high school, but Logan Paul – of the two, I think would transition probably better than than Jake would to. Uh, and I, I think he's just, I think he's just better. Like even when he fought Floyd, he just, I mean, Logan just looks like a better athlete. He just looks cleaner and smoother and just more coordinated. Jake is okay, but Jake is powerful. He's young and he's hungry and he's powerful. But Logan is just more coordinated, the better athlete. Dean, we are up against it, but as we wrap things up, we've been highlighting what makes Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast such a unique, intelligent sports market. Why does the UFC work so well here in you know Palm Beach County and South Florida? Well, I mean, you got to think about it. This is the, South Florida is a hot spot for MMA. Like you can, like if you go down thirty minutes, you'll run into MMA high level MMA guys like anywhere you go. So that's why it's such a it's such a hot spot for it, just because. The area reminds everyone, like a lot of Brazilian fighters come here, so the training is good here. It's just, and I think South Florida is an individual type sport. You know, tennis, golf, fighting. We, we get behind individuals, and a lot of good high-level individuals do live here. Dean Thomas, UFC pioneer. Is the man. UFC television star. You'll see him all weekend long and hear him all weekend long on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, safe travels to Vegas. You're a lunch pail guy. You got five other shifts. You got five other jobs today. I do, man. It's all good. I'm glad to be coming in here and, and kicking it with y'all, my people. <laughs> Thank you for the time, buddy. Uh, Nolan Murphy, Jordan Sherwood with you until 6 a.m. here on ESPN West Palm, celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm. Coming up, though, Pete Schultz from the fishing headquarters joins us next. Club.com for the nearest location or call 561-WASH-ME-2. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Welcome back in. Nolan Murphy, Jordan Sherwood with you until 6 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3 and celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm and sports dominance and defiance in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And right now we are joined, speaking of primetime weekend shows, 
from the fishing headquarters celebrating their own anniversary 30 years. Pete Schultz joins us on the phone. Pete, how you doing this morning? Good morning, guys. Good morning. 20 years. Woo! Look at you guys. That's yeah. awesome. Heck of a run, Pete. Uh, I think the great place to start is YESPN West Palm. You guys were such an integral part of our weekend programming for so many years. You know, we just, um, we were growing and ESPN was growing and it was just such a smart move to move over and and uh, there was such a demand and and uh, for for sports in Palm Beach County, you know that. And and when we decided to uh, move our radio show to you guys, man, it was just it was there was a no brainer. Let's just go ahead and do it. And, and uh, so many people look forward to that Saturday morning. We had back to back fishing shows for many years, um, bright and early. I mean, who else wants to get up at this early of the morning except fishermen? <laughs> So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of fun. I think we probably had about a 10-year run. Well, so and, really and Pete, nice. and what was it about the sport of fishing that, that just does so well here in South Florida that allowed you to, to have all of the fan support that you did for so many years? You know, um, here we are. We live in paradise, right? I mean, look at how, look at the growth in Palm Beach County. Look at why do people come here. You just take look at those statistics. And, you know, they come here to play golf. They come here to to uh to go fishing i mean uh you know back in many 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 generations ago they came here to farm you know that's what there was this opportunity and all this land down here and nobody wanted that land but uh today man everybody wants to come here to to fish and golf and and uh, go to the beach and do the things that they like to do and and i know you guys cover so much golf but you also do a lot with the kids and sport you know, all the different sports, football, youth football, high school football, college. We were the same thing with fishing. And people, uh, if you start them young and you get introduce them to fishing when they're young, it's so, uh, it's, it's something that sticks with them forever. They even, you know, I've, we've been in business 30 years. You mentioned it earlier, Tommy and I, my brother, we, uh, you know, we see the cycle of young adults, right? They come in, they're fishing. Then all of a sudden they go off to college, and uh, then they, they they come back from college. They fish some more, and then as young adults, they you know they get married, and then they start to have kids. And eh, I don't see them for a while. All of a sudden, there's that eight to ten year span where we don't see them, and then uh, and then all of a sudden, if you're into it, next thing you know, here they come in. Yeah, check out my little Johnny. He's you know he's here. He's I'm going to take him fishing. And then there's the family boat. And then, uh, you know, so it's just a big cycle. And then, I mean, now after 30 years, I'm seeing the kids coming back in. So, and, uh, you know, they're in high school and they're in college. So it's really cool to see. It. It's a family sport. Fishing's a family sport. ESPN's a family network. Pete Schultz joining us, the co-owner of the Fishing Headquarters, who are also Fishing Headquarters, celebrating 30 years as we here at ESPN West Palm celebrate 20 years here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Pete, if you're uh, an angler out there looking to get out this weekend, what's the scouting report look like? Where are you going? We're kind of in that mid-season, to be honest with you guys. Um, you know, in the in the wintertime and in, in the fall and the wintertime, we're looking for winds that are prevailing winds, which are cold fronts. You know, they move down the beach and we want a wind that's out of the north, northwest, northeast, something that's pushing the fish south. They, 
fish migrate from the north all winter long, and they, and they come south just like the people, man. They all come south for better weather, feeding grounds. That's what they do. And and now it, this is first uh, first couple days of March. We're looking forward to our tradition, our trade winds, which is a southeast wind, and uh, that's something that's that's just starting now. You've noticed the good weather we've had the last week or so. This is prime time for for us to switch around to the spring mode and we get the southeast wind now all the fish that have gone by us that are down there off miami in the florida keys those fish are going to come back through and they're going to go north and that's going to happen for about six or eight weeks and that's that's just going to bring new fish to the area along the beach offshore um you can almost tell when you start hearing the guys talking about oh you know, ESPN Sports Show last night had a video of some guys at the beach, and they saw sharks going down, big schools of sharks moving down the beach. Well, those are migrating fish, and uh, they're following the fish that we like to catch. So it's it's a big it's a big uh, a big cycle. But if you're going to go fishing this weekend, the beach is a great spot to do some pompano fishing. The pompano are starting to move. Uh, everyone likes to eat pompano. It's a great food fish. You can anyone can catch them. You go to the local pier, maybe Lake Worth Pier or Juno Pier, and you go out on the pier and you catch a, a couple of pompano for dinner, or you just go to the beach and and uh, and and cast a lure, and you, it, you'd be surprised how successful you can be. But the guys that are going offshore, they're getting out there in their boat. Um, we've seen a a, a a great little tick of mahi mahi. Everybody likes to catch dolphin. Spring is the best time for dolphin. Usually, it's uh, March, April, May, June. And uh, it's just starting now. There were a few caught this week. Um, but the snapper fishing on all of the area drift boats has been really good for the last 10 days. Lots of big mutton snapper, uh, which everyone calls red snapper. Also, lane snapper and yellowtail snappers. It's been really good. Uh, the weather's been good. If you get a chance to go fishing, you need to get out there. If you want more information, obviously, you can always Call us at Fishing Headquarters. We're right here in Jupiter. We'd be more than happy to steer you in the right direction. Pete, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on 30 years, and uh, good luck out there this weekend. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I, it's, uh, it's been great. We've had a great run. I can't wait. We're doing a little 30-year uh, anniversary thing at the end of April. And, uh, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get back on ESPN. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Pete Schultz right there, co-owner of the Fishing Headquarters. Nolan Murphy, Jordan Sherwood, wrapping up here as we celebrate 20 years of ESPN West Palm. Jordan, on our way out, in the last 20 years, what is your number one ESPN West Palm sports member? It has to be, you know, the big decision. You know, LeBron announcing that he's coming to South Florida. Me and JMP were on the air together to react at midnight whenever that, you know, whenever that announcement was made with immediate feedback on him coming. And obviously, you know what he did, winning two championships with the Miami Heat. I was dejected as a Bulls fan, maybe holding out hope that LeBron would go to the Bulls. Really didn't want him to follow me to South Florida because I was in Cleveland prior. So I was really angry. JMP was celebrating, smiling ear to ear. And obviously, we know the effect that LeBron had on the market. Tough to beat that, but I will go with our own hometown hero, uh, Boynton Beach's own Lamar Jackson. Not only his Heisman performance, but we all had a chance to meet him at the Palm Beach Sports Commission Hall of Fame a few years ago. That guy is about to go get paid, hopefully by the Baltimore Ravens. 
Uh, but having a Heisman Trophy winner from Palm Beach County is where it is for me. Jordan, man, this was a blast. 20 years for ESPN West Palm. Uh, coming up next, Joe Colella, Alex Patakis. Trustbridge is more than hospice. Trustbridge is a community. It's a village. It's a big family.